I have self-limited beliefs, difficult situations, etc. I got them all like anybody else. But I can control my soul, my purpose, my brain functioning, 100%. I overcome all these obstacles flawlessly, like the cold water. Do you ever feel like the person most getting in your way is you? Do you have an inner voice that whispers, you can't do it? Welcome to Tiger Therapy. My name's Pippa Woodhead and I am no therapist, but I know firsthand that the big bad walls of career dreams are self-doubt and limiting beliefs. For the past few years, I've been interviewing business leaders about work and I have felt like an imposter for, well, a lot of these conversations. Each week, I'll be speaking to someone brilliant who's achieved success on their own terms. Join me as we hear about their life, their career journey, and find out what role, if any, self-doubt and limiting beliefs have played a part in their story. I don't know about you, but I'm sick of holding myself back. A key thing I'm learning is no matter where you come from, you get to choose your mindset. So lay back on the Tiger Therapy couch and let's meet today's guest. If you've ever had an ice bath, then it's probably because the person I'm speaking to today has turned this from something niche into a global phenomenon. Not only does this person regularly submerge himself in icy water, he's ran a half marathon above the Arctic Circle barefoot, scaled Mount Everest in a pair of shorts, ran across the Namibian desert without any water, He in fact holds 26 world records, each sounding more superhuman than the last. He is the iconic Wim Hof. Doing these things has earned me the nickname The Iceman, but I am no superhero, he says. I am no genetic freak. I'm not a guru. I do not mention my accomplishments to boast, but as a reminder that there is so much more we are capable of. Now, before we cut to the interview, just to say that I really should have pressed record before Wim entered the virtual podcast studio to capture him right away. He burst onto the screen in such a glorious show of energy, immediately started talking about how people can get over their self-doubt. I was really touched that he'd actually, he'd really read the notes I'd sent over and he came excited to share. And he was also telling me that my name, Pippa, reminds him of the beloved children's book character, Pippi Longstocking. So in the opening minutes here, when you hear him refer to Pippi, that's what he's talking about. Okay, let's hear from the extraordinary Wim Hof. I've been reading your text just 10 minutes ago, and then you come up with the name Pape. I see Pippi, I see self-confidence. And it was a great show with this Swedish girl who was able to take on the world and she was strong. And that's exactly the point of this conversation, of this podcast. Self-confidence, how do you reach self-confidence? Self-confidence means confidere, with faith, the ability to trust your own brain functioning. This is where we lack. We lack in brain functioning control. We can go with a moderate business being and survival like everybody else. But if you go into competition, then you need to be able to maintain a sturdy determination within this trust of the competition itself. 
And that means that you should be able to trust your own brain functioning to stay focused, not to be deterred by, oh, he's got more, he is better, he is this, he is that, I, I cannot do this, and all that. That shakes up the neurology of the brain. The neurology is like a muscle. If you lose the muscle, you become weak. And when you become weak, you lose self-confidence. You lose trust in that. And listen, your brain and your ideas is not something abstract. It's physical. So can we improve that physicality within the realms of competition, in the realms of real, energetic, forceful play, which is the world of business? And I say, yes, this is what we found with neurologists in the world now. And we are doing this study. If you do deep breathing exercises, then you learn to bring cerebrospinal fluid to the deep brain. And that's exactly what you need in order to survive because the deep brain is the brain stem. It's the survival and to be able to respond to stress. So that is the deep brain. But we, because of our weak lifestyles, we don't get flooded with the right amount of blood into the deep brain. And that's where I say, do the breathing exercises because it exercises the cerebrospinal fluid to come through the spine into the deep brain. And you will feel much more awake. You will feel much less stress after doing this. Because a competition in the world makes you stressed. And stress is a biochemical residue. It results in biochemical residue. And it blocks your brain functioning. And then you can no longer trust on your own brain functioning. You begin to doubt. Can I? Can I not? Can I? Can I not? That, that's the circle you get in. And for that, we say, hey, do the breathing exercises. And you feel immediately afterwards, you feel relaxed. It is serious and it is not difficult. Anybody can do this. A lot of CEOs telling me that when they become sluggish in their brain functioning, focus, concentration, performance, during the day, they do 20 minutes of these breathing techniques and they are fresh like chickens again. Really? Just 20 minutes? 20 minutes. That's wow. all. So what is that? That is bringing in cerebrospinal fluid and flush it into the area which has been exercised and depleted. It's like when you use a muscle, it becomes sore. So it is with the brain. It is like a muscle. It is neurology. And it, it creates biochemical residue if you exert it a lot. So after four or five hours, people get sluggish in the brain. Not so focused anymore. They do 20 minutes of the breathing, deep breathing exercises. It's all for free, guys. You just go and get the tutorial, uh, the free app for these breathing exercises, and you will see 
it will result in you being able to keep on performing and trusting your own brain functioning to be sharp and crispy. And that's what you miss because all the competition keeps on bothering and that results in biochemical blockages neurologically inside the brain. Now, doing the breathing exercises will immediately make you feel relaxed. Suddenly, oh, I'm okay. You know, like that, unconditionally. So I was looking inside your text about the premise we are talking about, but let's not make it too difficult because it is not. It was a neurology. It wasn't psychiatry. It wasn't business because they never knew the simple answer, how to change the biochemistry, which makes you fresh and alert inside your own brain within your own control. Nobody knew. And now we know. So this is what we pass on as a clear message to any CEO, any functional person in an office who needs to exert brain functioning during the day. Hey, you do this and you are fresh like a chicken again. <laughs> so, so the premise you're referring to is what I'm trying to achieve with this podcast is to help people learn more about their internal barriers, their limiting beliefs, and to understand when they don't need to listen to their self-doubt, that their self-doubt isn't always right. So is your advice the breathing? Is that where to start? Absolutely. Absolutely breathing. And if you get a chance, take a cold shower in the morning, because that uh, rounds on your cardiovascular system, makes your blood running better, creates a lot more energy. That is very well. But a good breathing session is able to take away stress coming to you, resulting in biochemical residue. It's able to take it away, to solve it, to resolve it, to dissolute it. And follow principles in the tutorial. We got this app. It's the basics. You don't need anything else. And it's very bad for my business, but it's very good for you as a person functioning under stress. I'm doing business very good. Why? Because I don't bother. I keep on going because I believe in what I do. Make sure you believe in what you do. Because what we provide is not how you have to believe. But you have your contact within yourself. And that's why you set goals. And those goals are genuine. They make you feel good. And what I am able to provide is that there is nothing between what you feel you have to do and your goal. To take away the blockages is taking away what is impeding your realization towards your goal. For that, we do the breathing. So self-limiting beliefs and not having confidence or not being able to trust yourself, all is based in chemistry inside the brain. And we are able to solve that matter by which you get a hold of your own brain to reach your goal. It's very simple. And I'm sorry that it is so simple. Almost, but I think we overrated the discussion 
on self-belief, confidence, trust, etc. And we got into a jungle of words. Well, in his unconditional power of your own belief, insight to realize a goal and the brain functioning, serving you therein is a natural state of being. If it gets bothered, yeah, then you cannot trust those unconditional states of being no more. And for that, do the breathing exercises to take away what blocks your initial thought, your initial goal, vision, realize its goal. There we come in and say, hey, th this technique will help you cleanse that what initially was not there, but through accumulation of realizing goals and energies coming in and stressful situations, you have to go through and maintain brain control. And that one, we are able to help big time. And then that moment, it becomes very simple. It's not about just trust and confidence. It's about a biochemical cleansing inside and do we have the tools? Yes, we have. And a lot of CEOs have told me that this works wonders when they feel fatigued, sluggish in the brain. They do this and they are back on track. And that's what you want. You want as a person who has confronted himself with a lot of self-limited beliefs and distrust within himself, lack of confidence, for those people, it is a epiphany to do these techniques and find they remain in control over their own brain. They can make the black shadows go away. The black shadows of lack of confidence and distrust, etc. They can make it go away and it will stay away because you should be in control over your own brain functioning. That is a natural state of being. Only because we live in a profane lifestyle, comfort zone behavior, we never learned to have control over the deep brain. Because the deep brain, the brain stamina are all about survival, to take on stress, to be the best of yourself. And now we found through these simple techniques how to re-enliven the biochemistry inside the deep brain, which then results in, hey, I can take it on. I can take on the stress. I can survive. I can be strong. It's all there. So in terms of your own experience with, with discovery, did you ever have your own limiting beliefs, your own lack of confidence earlier in your life? I got all what anybody has, and maybe even deeper, because I allowed myself to go deeper and deeper. When I go this morning, I'm in the lake, and the lake is cold. It grabs me. First, I'm swimming nice, and then it starts to grab me. But very soon, after a stroke of 50, it begins to relieve its grip. And I surrender, and I let go, and suddenly I become stronger from within. I've learned to do that, to follow my gut. Before, when I had my self-limiting beliefs, my lack of confidence, or my lack of being able to realize my goal, 
I always went for finding, hey, what is my purpose in my life? What is it? And I want to find the tools. And this is the existent paradigm. This is the existent situation. You have to be on top through a career, step by step, like a stairs. You go up. You got to please some people to get more up or do your best there and show that you are great. But that never has been my goal. My goal has been, I want to know my soul. I want to know my purpose. Why am I here? Who am I? And that, undiscriminately, I found in the water. In the water, you go in, you have to let go of your beliefs, your self-beliefs. Let it go. Don't control. And when you surrender, then the greater force and the deep brain functioning suddenly awakens. And because I was doing that, I learned to connect with the deep brain. I go voluntarily every day into the cold, almost 50 years now. And still, I feel that there I exercise the deep brain. Once you get this neurological pathways to the deep brain, then where else can you not go? You see, you get a control over the whole of your brain. And this is what I'm showing in brain scans with professors and doctors in brain scans all over the world, that I'm able to activate at will all the parts of my brain if I want so. It shows. That means that I have self-limited goals, beliefs, difficult situations, etc. I got them all like anybody else, but I've absolutely my way to control my soul, my purpose, my brain functioning, 100%. So therein, the self-limited beliefs are there, but the non-self-limited belief of power is also there. I overcome all these obstacles flawlessly, like the cold water. I just let it come, and very soon it opens up, and I am better than that grip of that self-limiting beliefs or competition in the world or whatever. Oh, it's amazing to hear. So I mean, you've broken a number of really amazing world records. So one thing I was gonna I was gonna ask you about is ahead of any of these challenges, were you ever thinking, gosh, can I actually do this? Yes, that too has been always part. That's the way I learned to challenge my soul. And then television came in through my training in the cold and the breathing. My physicality was able to take on much more than we thought was possible. And then television came in. And television, I'm crazy, but television is really crazy. (laughs) So they started to challenge me with all kinds of feats and expeditions and travels and climbs and swims and world records. The crazier, the better for the television. And I was able to do them all because I learned how to challenge my body and my mind in the cold, in, in my breathing exercises and physical exercises, very strong, endurance like, very strong. All that together made me able to confront myself and mold in breaking a world record 
because my body and my mind are my instruments and I know how to use them. So still, every time I go into a record, I get 100% of myself and I see where I'm limited is where I have to overcome or to train. The body really responds to me. Eh? If I set a goal, then anything that is not prepared well will come to the surface. And then I deal with it before I do the world record or any attempt, any challenge. And it works. I think this is a natural mechanism because uh, I saw it every time. And every time, flawlessly, I could do what I was doing. Wow. Which has been the hardest one? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you go up Mount Everest in your shorts and you find yourself with an injury, which I had three months before on my left forefoot, frostbite, <laughs> yeah. and from the outside, all okay. But from the inside, the vascular flexibility was not there. And that's what you need when you go into the death zone. You need to have the flexibility of, of the vessel, the blood vessel, really working with less oxygen, less oxygen, less oxygen. And it didn't work. And that's where I decided to go back. I cannot proceed here. So... I'm crazy enough to take on challenges, but I'm not an idiot. I know my limits. And let me tell you, my limits are there, but I'm not self-limited on my journey to myself and challenge myself and my soul, my freedom and my power and mirroring it in nature in really dangerous situations. I have still the control to say, no. And that means self-limiting at that moment is wise. And well, let me tell you, it's much further than you would think it is. Much further. Those limits, perceived limits, are much further than we think they are. And for that, I have these techniques like breathing techniques and the cold that will make you able to control your body and mind a lot better than ever before felt. And then your so-called lack of confidence and distrust and self-limiting beliefs suddenly vanish like snow in the sun. Quick interruption, just to let you know, this podcast is brought to you by Tiger Hall, the knowledge infrastructure for Fortune 500 firms. Just as I am now, for Tiger Hall, I interview global top business executives and industry experts on topics that help employees and organizations drive change and get ahead. If you're an executive driving large transformational change across your organization, we could help you get that done much faster through the power of knowledge sharing in the flow of work. Check us out at tigerhall.com. I'd love to I'd love to ask you, Wim, about becoming the Iceman. And in your book, The Wim Hof Method, you shared a bit about your childhood and you had hypothermia a couple of times as a child. What has changed in the way your body responds to the cold? Yeah, it's quite interesting how spiritual a person can be. When I was a young kid, I started to get into the cold, uh, losing control twice without me knowing it. I never exercised the cold really. So I lost it over there when I was six and 11. I woke up in the hospital. Yeah, I did not even knew 
what was going on. I got an unusual relationship with cold. And that is because of my birth. When I came to the world, I came to the world in the cold of a hole, almost suffocated, almost too late. And my mother, she invocated at that moment, it's all spiritual. Uh, oh God, she was in fear because they were to uh, do a cesarean on her because I was too deep, too deep in the and in the cold of the hall, she pushed me out in fear and in belief, saying, Oh God, let this child live. I will make him a missionary. You know, it's like I got an order from somewhere tattooed on my soul then, without me knowing it. And I came to the world, to the light, in the cold of the hall. That is the way I have been born. And later in life, when I was six and 11, I found myself going back involuntarily to that situation of the birth in the cold of the hall. I slept outside in the cold as a seven-year-old. That wake me up. And once again, when I was 11, just succumbed by the cold. It overtook me and there it was. It's a silent subconscious seeking of my system to deal with the trauma which uh, happened when I was born. This is the way the body does it. Mm. So when I became 14, I did newspaper distribution in the Netherlands for five years and woke up at four o'clock in the morning. I woke up lying in bed, roll out of my bed into push-up position and do 50 push-ups. That's a great way to wake up. I mean, you are wide awake at that moment and full of power from sleeping into wake state. That's what I did. And then outside, that, by the way, is hormetic exercise. Hormetic is self-inflicted, acute, stressful exercise. And it activates the deepest of yourself, your whole body Mind and body is fully on that. So in the winter time, distributing newspapers makes you really resilient. When it is cold, when it is hilly, and you got to bring the newspapers dry to every post box and uphill halfway or a quarter and then start again with a full load of the newspapers over the hundred, it makes you strong. It makes you impervious to the cold because you got goals. And preferably, you want to relax a little bit before you go to school. So this is where the mind all comes in. You try to do it as good and as fast as possible. So you don't think about the cold. You just want to go home and get into your comfy zone before you go to school. This trained me so well when I was 17, I had this hunch to go into the cold, just barefoot outside with the fresh fallen snow, and it felt great. So I have learned to subconsciously deal with my trauma of my birth, and I learned to be on top of it, to enjoy it, that situation, to control that. And that gave me wings. It gave me power. It started this mystical journey into the cold. And there I learned to breathe deep. Because 
when you go into cold water, if you want it or not, you will breathe deep. Breathing deep is like sex. Sex is also deep breathing. We go into the coldness, deep breathing. Thus, it is the brainstem. The brainstem is about fuck, freeze, food, fight, and flight. The five Fs. So all these powers are very strong. Try to resist food when you're hungry. Try to resist uh, making the love when you're really wanted. These are strong powers. And I learned them when I was outside doing my newspapers every morning. If I wanted it, yes or no, I learned there how to connect with my deep brain. Absolutely. And from there, at a certain moment, I could stay for all the night in my shorts outside sitting. They were talking about meditation. I could stay in freezing temperatures outside in my shorts and have a great time. Feel good about it. So once I went into that, you learn to breathe deep because we living in the comfort zone behavior, we become shallow in our breathing because the body doesn't exert power to go everywhere because you're, it's comfy. There's nothing really going on. Then when there is a situation, then automatically you breathe deep. That's why we act like that. So I learned to cultivate these techniques. And then I came into the deep physiology, the depth of the autonomic nervous system, into the immune system. I never became sick. I became very resilient. I was able to do a hundred push-ups with one arm in one breath. What is that? You know? And I'm a normal guy. I mean... And now I see anybody can outperform his condition right here, right now, with all what I've been saying in this podcast. So that is the message to the people. Let me be clear. You take it on. You have no excuse. You can be so much better than you ever have thought before. Mm. Just do this. And you will go into the depths and regain what is yours. And that is absolute control over your own brain functioning to realize your goals. So, Wim, thank you so much. I love that so much. We've, I've just got one final question for you. How does it feel to know people all around the world are having ice baths because of you? So I live in Singapore, which is a tropical country. It's hot all the year round. I know people who regularly drag big buckets and giant bags of ice to the beach and under the palm trees and the blazing sun are sitting in an ice bath. Yeah. This is because of you. It's amazing, eh? Yeah. It's amazing that it is all over the world and I just keep on going because our brain is ours. It should be a servant, not a tyrant. So that's our message and it's full of love because once your brain is your servant, Life becomes beautiful. And that's what I wish to every person. That's beautiful. I can't thank you enough. It's been just such, such a treat and such a pleasure to speak to you. So thank you. Thank you so much. If you're interested to learn more about WIM and the Wim Hof Method, there is a free mini class and a free to download app. 
I'll put the details of this in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tiger Therapy. You made it to the end, which makes me so happy. I really hope you got something from this conversation. It would mean so much to me if you could subscribe to Tiger Therapy on whichever podcast platform you're listening on. The more subscribers we get, the more people will find us, and then the bigger and better guests we'll be able to have on. A big thank you to everyone who made this episode possible, including our brilliant guest and, of course, the team at Tiger Hall.